0: We will. Okay, we'll get started. Yadua So this sukhay is about um, Pesach Sheni, and when it talks about Pesach Sheni, it's known the saying of the Frieder Rebbe, Pesach Sheni in Yane is es is nita for fallen So the Frieder Rebbe says that. Um, about Pesach Sheni, the, the idea of Pesach Sheni, the Inyan of Pesach Sheni is that it's never lost. There's always men can alamo farechtan, we can always correct. Inyanai she'ein matav avod, the olam hashem. That it's never a lost cause and we can always correct and fix. Afilu So in the case of Pesach Sheni, if someone was tameh, if someone was far away, um, they can always correct Pesach Shani and make up for it. Um, and make up for it. <laughs> even somebody who was busy with something for themselves, <laughs> that even if they made the choice on purpose not to do the Pesach Rishon, <laughs> so nevertheless, even if it was on purpose, and this is why this person didn't bring Pesach Rishon, the carbon Pesach, he can still make up for it. <laughs> So we have to understand because there are sometimes that there's an explanation given according to Premesatara that is that you can find according to uh, an opinion in Niglaatatara how it fits. Even though the practical will be different than the opinion which this primus Hatara explanation is given in connection with. Because all of Torah is part of Hashem's Torah, all different opinions, even that which is not halacha, it's all part of Torah. Even if you learn the words of Shama, and, and the words of Shammai, the teachings of Shama are never halacha, but yet you still have to say b'erkes before you learn it in a mishnah. Even though sometimes the words be'shama are not even included in the mishnah because that is not how the halacha ends up being, but yet whatever you learn in Torah is part of Torah. So the Rebbe says, nevertheless, move on. But it's gonna be sweeter. This whole thing is gonna be sweeter if we can take. The teaching of the Frida Rebbe about eshtofkain farfalen, and nothing is lost, and we can connect it with the way that the Halacha actually presents about pesach sheni. Okay, o bifrat peinyoneinu shehaloshanhi shezehu inyanai shal pesach sheni. Especially over here, what does the Friederich Rebbe say? The Friederich doesn't say this is a purish, This is a nice explanation. The Rebbe says the Rebbe says this is in This is like the essence of what Pesach Sheni is. So how much more so if we can connect this to what the halacha is about Pesach Sheni, it's going to be sweeter for us. ora, bishlema l'fi hadaya Sheni tashlumim so, at first glance, when we look at it, according to the opinion that Pesach Sheni is tashlumim derision, that it is to make up for the first Pesach, Pesach she, we understand this the saying of the Frieder Koreve about Pesach Sheni. She so, in a simple way, when we look at this idea of what is the whole idea of Pesach Sheni, oh, it's here to make up for when. If you missed Pesach Rishon, it's here to make up for pace on um, Pesach Sheni, so that fits very nicely with what the Friedrich Rebbe said about you never have a lost case; you can always make up for it. You can always come back and fix. Valderach Gam Lideya She Who? There's another opinion that. I'll just pause for a second. The Rebbe is going to bring three opinions of how you can look at Pesach Shemim. And one is called Tashlomim. One is Tekanta duration, And the third, the second is Tekanta duration, And the third is that it's Regal Bifnei Aksma. So as far as Tashlomim, that it's here to make up for the first Pesach, we get that. Okay, that fits with the idea that this is, um, you know, you never, it's never a last case. You can always make up. As far as the second one, Val Val Derech that it's to correct for the first one. What does this mean? That the Torah gives you, directs you to a way of 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 correcting. So here, to counter duration is referring to that, let's say somebody on purpose does not bring the Pesach Rishon. So in such a case, if he doesn't bring the carbon Pesach and Pesach Rishon, he's actually of kharis. But what, what um, Pesach Sheni tells us is that it's a consideration and corrects if he brings the carbon Pesach and Pesach Sheni, not only does he fulfill his obligation, but he also fixes the whole scenario where he's not even of kharis anymore. Okay, so here we see how that's different from Tashlumim where Tashlumim, he was making up for what he missed. But here, it completely corrects the whole issue where the the, the lack is not even there anymore. And now here is our third way of looking at Pesach Sheni, which is what we're going to spend a lot of time on. Rabbi, so according to Rabbi Hu, that's how we derive the halacha, What what does Rebbe say? That Pesach Shani is regal b'fnei atma. What does Rebbe say? That it's regal b'fnei atma. It's its own yantiv. Pesach Sheini is a whole new yantiv. Hashem makes it a new yantiv. And how do we understand this? That it's not dependent on Pesach Rishon. And it's its own khiv. Like all the other yamim taibim. So now how the rep is gonna ask over here, how are we gonna reconcile this idea that Pesach Shaini is its own yantif and it's not even dependent on the first yantif with this idea that is not talking for that you never have a last opportunity, you can always correct. Okay? We are now up to base. Um, sorry, we're one more short paragraph and then we're up to base. Ech esher leimer, so how is it possible to say that the whole idea of Pesach that inyonai, that this is the essence of it, that nothing is lost and you can always correct and make up? Okay, base. In a most simple sense, this is really not a question. So really, in a simple way, we don't even have a question. Why? Because even according to Rebbe, who says that this is regal b'fnei that this is its own Yant. Nevertheless, who brings this Pesach Shani? Only somebody who did not bring the first Pesach, who did not bring the Karban on Pesach Rishon. Pesach Sheni. If somebody brought Pesach Rish on Pesach Rishon, the carbon Pesach, he's actually forbidden from bringing on Pesach Sheni. Via serimizu, afilo misha'loi he could perish and Even if somebody did not bring the carbon Pesach on Pesach Rishon on purpose, harei ze makr or b'chach nifta niftar min and even somebody who did not bring on the first Pesach on purpose. He decided, I'm not bothered, whatever it might be. It wasn't like, oh, it just happened to be, he couldn't, he was telling me, no. He decided, he, for on purpose, he didn't bring it. But yet, he brings it on Pesach Shani. and through that, he is potter from Kares. Venimta, shagam l'daytoy, inyaneh shal Pesach Sheni who, so in a simple sense, when we look at Rebbe's opinion, even though Rebbe says, this is a regular bifni'atme, this is a whole new date on the calendar, and it's a separate judge and it's not contingent on the first Pesach. But when we look at practically, when does somebody bring carbon Pesach? He brings the carbon Pesach if he missed the first time. In fact, if he brought it the first time, he's not allowed to bring it the second time. So it seems like it is reinforcing this idea of nothing is lost. And this seems like what Pesach Shani is from the first, from the very beginning. What is it? It's a mitzvah that was given. For what purpose? Why was Pesach Shani given? It was given so that you could fix if you made a mistake. so why was Pesach Sheni given? Like if we remember the story that they came and they said, why should we miss out? We were tummy, And that's why Pesach Sheni was given. So if someone was tummy, they shouldn't miss out. So if someone was tummy, or if they were too far, and that's why they missed Pesach Rishon, then they're given the instruction that in the second month, which is, on the fourteenth day, which is Pesach Sheini, that's when they should bring the Pesach. So, what is the Rebbe doing? The Rebbe is reinforcing this idea that it seems like, even according to Rebbe, even though he says it's Regal b'nei you could still understand this as making up for the first Pesach. So, when Rebbe says that this is Regal b'nei atzmai, so, what is Rebbe actually talking about when he says that this is Regal Bifne Atma? And what is he indicating by this novel idea that it's regal buffn'atmo? Rebbe is saying that because it is um um regal befnai atma, therefore if some that there's a, a chayav on Pesach Sheni itself, if somebody missed Pesach sheini, then he would have he would be chayav kares. What does this mean? Kate said, "Mi sheshagag oy nenas v'lo hikr v'rishan." If somebody mistakenly or had, by accident missed Pesach Rishon, im hazed v'lo hikr v'sheni, chayav kares. If he on purpose missed Pesach sheini, now he's chayav kares. So according to the other opinions, if you miss Pesach Rishon, you're chay of Koresh, but not if you miss Pesach Shani. But according to Rebbe, who says that this is now a new regal b'fnei atzmai, if a person misses Pesach Sheini, he's chay of Koresh. Okay? But the Rebbe says it's still not understood. who. So according to this idea based on this idea that it's Osonante severely Rabbi vechein pesikaravam it's you would the rabbi hold and this is how the ramam paskins shagam is Gaia, Bain ben shnepsachem there also a ger who was magier between pesach richard and pesach shen kotten shehit dope ben shnepsachem gayer blases tesachin so According to Rebbe, and this is how the halacha goes, according to the Rambam, if, let's say, um, there's a person and he was not Jewish, and he completes his conversion between Pesach Rishon, your and Nisan, and Pesach Sheni, your and Iyar, now he is chayef to bring a Korban on Pesach Sheni. Why? Because it's Regal Bifnei Atzmai. Okay? And also, who else? If someone becomes bar mitzvah between the first Pesach and Pesach shani he's also chayev to bring a korban on Pesach shani if he didn't bring on the first Pesach. How are we going to explain this? I'm sorry, I said if he didn't bring in the first Pesach, but really, what's the Rebbe saying? The Rebbe says, how are we going to explain that a ger and a katan, a of, of bringing this carbon on Pesach shani Sheinyan and the Pesach what do we just say that the whole idea of Pesach shani is? Es, okay for fallen. Nothing is lost. But they weren't even obligated when that first Pesach rolled around. So now they suddenly became obligated because now a person became a ger or now a person became a bar mitzvah. So now they're obligated. So how is Pesach Sheni relevant to them if Pesach Shani is all about making up for what was lost? On the first Pesach they weren't even obligated, so why are they now obligated on the second Pesach? Okay so so far the Rebbe has told us that there's three different ways of looking at Pesach Sheni and one of the ways and we want to understand how all of these ways we can reconcile and connect with the the Hasidus on Pesach Shani, which the Frederick Rebbe says that the Inyan of Pesach Shani is that everything can be corrected and made up for. And so, what we're primarily focusing on is the halachalamaisa, which is according to Rebbe. And Rebbe says that Pesach Shani is regal atma, it's its own yantaf. And according to what Rebbe says, because it's regal befne'atma, we understand that a gear and a cotton are also obligated on if a cotton becomes bar mitzvah before Pesach Sheni, and someone becomes a gear just before Pesach Sheni, they are obligated on Pesach Sheni to bring the Karpon Pesach. But how are we going to understand this? According to a simple way, we could understand how Pesach Sheni is connected, even if it's regal bif atzmai. with it's not a loss; nothing is lost, you're always making up for what happened before. But how are we going to understand this with connection to the gear or to the cotton? Okay? gemo. But now according to the din, that a person who became a bar mitzvah, between the two p'sachim, he is obligated to give the Pesach He he's obligated to do the carbon Pesach on Pesach sheni. We can explain for this cotton who became a bar mitzvah, we can explain it. Okay, maybe we're pushing it a little bit, but we can explain how there's also this idea of existence profile, and nothing is lost. Why? Kevan she Shah Nimna Al Carbon Pesah Ad Che sorry Kevan she Shakotan Nimna al Carbon Pesah A Cheyesh no Svara the said the base of a Star Risa. So we we'll, we we could argue and we could say that really a cotton is counted in the carbon paysach. The whole picture of Karban Pesach. How so? Because it says, said base of Daraisa. It says that there's one sheep which is given per household. And this is according to Torah, not even Darabana. So this cotton is included lebeis of in his household via Sarah Mizu. And even more so, the Ramam paskans, haramam pesach She'im, Shachatu alav Al um hakatan barishan patar mi if he was included in the carbon pesach that was given on the first pesach he's patar on pesach sheni harish yech leicha has pesach so we see that he did have a connection with carbon pesach on pesach mishan umemela im leicha chot collaboration the hed or bench but let's say for whatever reason he was not included in this family sacrifice on Pesach fruition. And now he has his bar mitzvah, and now it's Pesach Sheni. Azai, what's the din? Dinah Shechayev lasa Pesach Sheni. Who may Tashlomim? He has to give a karma on Pesach Sheni. And what is this? We're looking for this. It's like Tashlomim, it's making up. So you could say, even this katan, who we thought wasn't obligated before, and how could you bring this idea of Tashlomim? No, no, no. There is a concept that he was included even at the first Pesach, even though, why, how is he included? Because he's part of a household. And if his household brought on the first Pesach, he doesn't need to do it on Pesach Sheini now that he's a bar mitzvah. But if he wasn't included in the household on Pesach Rishon, now he needs to bring it for Pesach Shaini. So we have this idea of Esnuchakev Fafalen, the Pesach Rishon. So he's exempt from Pesach Shani. But we left with a question. What are we left with? The ger. The ger is our problem here. How are we going to connect? The ger, who was a guy on Pesach Rishon? clearly he has no connection with Pesach Rishon. So now how are we going to say that giving the carbon on Pesach Shani is making up Pesach Rishon, this seems very strange. So, the guy, the gear who on Pesach Rishon was had no connection to um, the carbon Pesach. How are you going to say about him that the carbon Pesach is connected to Estin Taki that you can always correct and make up for something? Okay, talent. So just to, to like give you a little bit of perspective, the Rebbe is going to go, this is obviously a lot of like nuance and the Rebbe goes through all the nuance to try and to, to explain to us how we can understand how the Halakha Lamas is connected to the Hasidus on this day of um, Pesach Sheini. And then of course, the Rebbe brings it in a very practical way in our lives. So Dalit, the Rebbe habir connected and we could say that the explanation for this whole question about um um that we're we're all considering over here the explanation is now the Rebbe is going to say how really you could actually say that according to before we said well okay we get it the first two opinions remember we had three opinions of how to look at pesach shenny so according to tashlamin we understand according to tukant and Larisham, we understand that it's making up for the first one and you don't even, a person is not even Chayakaris. But how are we understanding it with the idea of Regal Bifneh Atzmai? So now the Rebbe says, not only can we reconcile this idea and can we bring the Chasidis together with the Halachalamaisa, but actually the way it plays out in Halachalamaisa, according to Rebbe, it brings out this idea of Esin Tokem um, Fafalan even more so than all the others. How so? So let's see. VHLAN, Rahabi Yerbaze, Shahada Rabbatas Rebbe, Shahregal Bifneh Atzmai, Es. Inyan, it's nitzakem f'vafalen. We could say that according to um the opinion of Rabbi, that it's rabbi b'vnei atzma. It actually um um atzma who it 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 expresses the idea of it's nitzakem f'vafalen. I'd yoyse, I'd yoyser measher hadayis shetashlomim derishanu, it's a kante derishanu. We could say that it even expresses it more than the other two opinions that it's tashlomim or it's a duration. How? Lefi hadeyas shehu tashlum derishan, according to the opinion that it's making up for the first pesach, or to counter derishan, or that it's fixing the first pesach. Eikars man hakravas ha pesachu bisman pesach rishan biyudalit nissan. According to those two opinions, if you want to know when is the right time to bring carbon pesach, when is it? Biyudalit nissan. Ella sheyachol adam lahashlim or letakin es of the Pesach let he, he can correct it, he can fix that whole obligation of Pesach Rishon, which was incumbent on him. nitla nitna but but the Torah is not giving him another time that he brings this Pesach offering. So according to other opinions, yes, you can make up for it, but it's not connected to a specific time. However, according to Rebbe and his, um, the way he brings it out in, in, in his wording, especially look at the wording of Rebbe, it's a specific yantif on its own. So just like all the other Yom have a date, so too over here, the Torah gives a specific time, a new Dalet year for the carbon Pesach to be brought again. So according to Rebbe, when someone brings the carbon Pesach, a new Dalet year and Pesach Sheni, yesh Kan. Nice of Lashlamas, Mashe Hichser Hakravas Pesach Rishon. So, in addition to what he completing what he missed on Pesach Rishon, he also has here Gam Inyan Vifnei Atzmai Ha HaPesach. So, he has like a, another idea, which is an additional idea that he's bringing the carbon Pesach. Hai nu Shiyudad Anir Who's Mana Shalakravas HaPesach. Pesach. He's bringing it at the correct time. So the Rebbe is bringing out something that it seems like a, a very subtle point, but it's very significant. Where you're not just, oh, we need to make up for the first Pesach. Okay, fine, we'll find another date. We'll, we'll we'll do it at another time, and we'll make up for the first Pesach. But really, the correct time to do it was on Pesach Rishon, according to what Rabbi is saying. That it's regular. But means to say that there's one mitzvah of giving the carbon Pesach on. Pesach version, and there's an additional yantah that Hashem gives us, and on your daled, it is the apropos time to give the Karban Pesach. Kalaimar, le das Rabbi Chiyov, le das Rabbi the Pesach Sheni, einai mipnei shenisha alav Chiyov Hakrabam mi Pesach. Sorry, einai mipnei shenisha alav Chiyov Karban Pesach mi yudaled Nissan. According to Rabbi the fact that a person has a Chiyub to give a carbon Pesach on Pesach sheni, it's not because he has a leftover obligation from Pesach Rishon, and that's why he needs to give it on, um, which was on Yudah and Nisan, and now he needs to give it on Pesach Shani. So that's what the opinion was, those other two opinions of Tashlom and that that's why he's bringing it on Pesach sheni to make up for it man But actually here, the time itself contains in it an obligation that he has to bring the carbon pesach. If he didn't bring it on yudalur Nissan, then he has to bring it on pesach sheni because that day in itself carries the obligation of the carbon pesach. Okay, we know that a person who gave the carbon Pesach on Pesach Rishan does not bring a carbon on Pesach sheni. Why? We're only supposed to bring one carbon to um, to to remember the coming out of Mitzrayim. So if a person bought it on, on Pesach Rishan, he doesn't bring it on Pesach sheni. But that's not because when Pesach sheni rolls around, why is he not bringing it? Not because... Pesach Sheni is just to make up for. No, no, no. It's it has an obligation today to bring that carbon Pesach. But oh, you already bought it. You're not allowed to bring an extra carbon. Okay. So what we're bringing out here. Um, let's finish the paragraph and then we'll. in is So this idea that Pesach Sheni is the essence of the day is that nothing is lost. You can always correct. The idea that it's in the talking for fun and it's not that a person can always fix and generally make up for something that he lost out on. A person can make up for it in every single detail and it is complete. Once he made up for it, it is complete in every way. Okay, so so here we brought out what the Rebbe was saying that really, according to Rebbe, this idea of making up for something, um, of it being like a, um, um, this idea comes out in its richest form, according to Rebbe. Because you, you're not just generally like, oh, okay, I missed that. I'll make up for it in a general sense. No, 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 no. The Rebbe says that according to Rebbe, when you make up for, uh, when you have Pesach Shani and this idea of making up, you're not just making up in a general sense, but this is actually the best day, the correct day to bring the carbon Pesach. And in every sense of the day, of the time of you're doing it on the right time. So it's a full making up. It's a complete making up for that time. So now we're going to understand how this works with the ger, who becomes a ger between the two Pesachs, or a child who has his bar mitzvah and becomes tired the mitzvahs between the two Pesachs. What is the reason that there is for doing the Pesach Sheini? Even though we didn't miss out on doing Pesach Rishon, The day idea of Pesach Shani is not just that you're making up for what you missed on in the past elokyum bhiov shiba ata, but peace in itself contains within it its own obligation um uh be ear bifne um one second elokium um kium kiov ata, atta bis man your dad ear bifne at my so your Dalet ear carries within it its own chiyuv, and therefore it is shayach to a ger and a cotton. Where is the katan right now? He's now a godal. He's now obligated to mitzvah. Where is the ger right now? Oh, he's Jewish. So where he is right now, they are now obligated to mitzvah, and your Dalet ear contains within it inherently this obligation to give the carbon Pesach. Okay? Hey. So now we've understood that also according to Rebbe, this idea of Pesach sheni is the idea of Tashlomim, of making up. Now the Rebbe brings two ways of looking at this idea of Tashlomim, of um, making up. One is hashlamas chassarun. One is completing a lack, making up for something that was missing. And Bayes is shlemos. Completion. Even without this thing, the, the 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 there wouldn't actually be a feeling of lack. Nikol Makan no by boy shleamus al day when you have this addition, it creates this idea of schlemus, of completion. So here, the Rebbe is going to bring three examples of this idea of schlemus. It's a very nuanced, kind of delicate idea, but let's see how the Rebbe brings it up. Um, We have this idea. So on the one hand, without the addition, we would still have something that would be whole, but the addition makes it like complete in a certain way. So here, the Rebbe brings three examples. One is so we find this word, when um, complete, when it's speaking about a year. What, what does it say in the Gemara? When it talks about a complete year, what is it talking about? It about a leap yo. But a regular year, a year that has 12 months in it, do we call that an incomplete year? No. It's still a year. But yet, when it has that leap year, that addition, it brings it to the idea of shlemas. There's something that it, it brings an additional completeness to it. That was our example number one. Number two, <laughs> we also find in our votes of, of the base hamikdash. We find that there's a type of avodah that's called not complete. Let's say there's an avodah that is done, but there's still more avodah that can be done afterwards. That's called an avodah that's not complete. For example, So in the basavikdash, there was many steps in the the avoider of the sacrificing and then the um, collecting the blood and then bringing the blood to the Mizbeach. But at the end of all of this, there was zrika, which was sprinkling the blood. Until the zrika is done, it's not called avoidatama. Tama. It's not called complete. Even though the Shkita was done correctly, was there anything missing in the Shkita itself? No, the Shkita was done correctly. Each of these steps was done correctly and completely. So it doesn't mean that it's lacking in and of itself, but yet, so long as there's still another step to be done, it's not called avodatam. avodatama he So avoidatama, the complete avodah is avoided that that um, completes and and finishes the uh, the action. These are three examples of what would be called Avodah Tama, because this completely is completing the, the Avodah. Even though there was nothing missing in the actual avoda itself, in the essence of the Avodah, it was done correctly. It's not called complete Avodah, because there's still something more that needs to come afterwards. That final avoida completes and, and finishes and completes this thing. It completes the avoida that came before. So just like the leap year, that it was a complete year even without a leap year. But it, sorry, it was a whole year without a leap year, but yet there's a sense of completion of shlemus that comes when it's a leap year or that's why it's called shanat uh, tamima. or without the avodah in the Beis HaMikdash, even though the avodah was done correctly, until that final step is done, it's not called avodah tamik. The Rebbe brings actually halacha lemaisa v'lachain in the brackets, muzharim asko even though a person who's not a kohen, is not allowed to get involved in the avodah that is, um, that is the avodah sa'karbanas in the Beis HaMikdash, there's there's a stricter punishment about uh, uh, the the of a misa is only if somebody does avoda that complete avoda. So clearly we see that there is a distinction when it is avoda And now here the Rebbe brings a third example of this idea of shlemes that we get. So we see um, this. Uh, um, idea in two, two things that we see in that the mitzvah of tzedakah. We see, So what's the mitzvah of tzedakah? You have to give someone tzedakah for whatever they're lacking. You, you, you're obligated to fill that lack, right? Even let's say a person has Uh, Is accustomed to having a horse running ahead of him, and uh, a horse. Sorry, not a horse running ahead of him. A horse to ride on, and servants to run ahead of him. If he is accustomed to this, that's what you have to fulfill that lack. If he needs to do that, okay. and even more than this, to make him rich, even though this is not something that he's lacking. So if you, if you let's say, make someone rich as Sadaka, that wasn't something that he was lacking. That's like the completion of it, an additional thing that wasn't lacking, that, that you did the mitzvah by fulfilling his needs, but L'Ashra is taking it to the next level. Okay. Vav. We have a little bit more of the technicalities and then the horizon is just so beautiful how the river brings it all together. So the idea that what uh, the, the of the saying that, um, that the second Pesach is not just making up for the first Pesach, but it is its own Yamtuf. So why did the Rebbe bring this whole idea of Shleimus in two ways? Remember we said that those that's why we brought those two examples because the Rebbe was saying that there's either the idea of you're filling a lap or it's this additional completeness that you get. So now the Rebbe is going to bring this to the idea of Pesach Shein. When we bring this, um, that the, the second Pesach is not just a making up for the first Pesach, but it's actually its own yantav. <speaking in Hebrew> We're not talking about that first um, explanation of what Shlemus means, where it's filling a lack. It's its own yontav. <speaking in Hebrew> that when you do the mitzvah, carbon Pesach on Pesach Shani, it's in its completest way. And we see, it's understood that also when it comes to the is Gayer, the um, person who converts, there's also this idea of Tashlumin. Even though on the first Pesach, when he was not Jewish, he was actually forbidden from being a Karban. When he brings this carbon on Pesach Shani, nothing is lost. He didn't lose out at all. He gets to have the complete Shlamus of a carbon Pesach on Pesach Shani. And this is going to even be sweeter according to the explanation of the chidah belashan ger When it brings the words ger a convert who converted, what does the chidah say? It says belay goy It doesn't say a non-Jew who converts. The same way, the same way it would say about eved shenitzgayr, a servant who was freed, Shahidil, a a minor who now grew up and became an adult. Kevan, so why does it say gair shenesgayer? Why doesn't it say goi sheneskayer? Kevan Shagam Kaidem Shenesgayer Bakaya. Hare hu kvar gair. Because even before he actually practically was a Magaier, before he practically converted, he was already a Gair. The Yesh Bai, the Yaisai Goy, Nitsut Shon the Shama Kadasha. While he was a guy, he had the spark of the holy neshama. But when did this become revealed? Only after the spark of his neshama only became revealed after he was he was Maguire. So really, even on Pesach Rishon, when we said, oh, he was a guy then and he had not only did he not have an obligation, but he was forbidden from bringing the carbon Pesach then. Well, actually, we we'll say here that he also had a certain connection to carbon Pesach, or Pesach Shaini, who And so now on Pesach Sheni, he gets to do the mitzvah in the most complete way. And um, it, it's so complete when it's looked at in relation to Pesach HaRishon. So if we look at this a little bit deeper, we could say, We have both of these explanations of Shlemus um, in one word, Tashlomim, the word Tashlomim, Movan, the, the word tashlumin, which, which um, comes from the word shlemas, completion. So we say that there were two ways of looking at this idea of shleimas, of tashlumin. The one is filling a lack, and the other is this idea of shlemus, which we just spoke about, which is like that additional completion. So the Rebbe says, since they're both from the same word, we must say that really the the second explanation of Shlemus is connected. Also, it, it has a connection to the simple explanation of Tashlomim, which means that it's filling a lack. Hasbara bezer. The explanation is as follows. This is such a kind of delicate. Um, um, difference. The fact that there's a situation here, that he could have the possibility of an addition. The fact that there was the possibility of something being added, it's looked at as a lack. So the idea of Shleimas here is that it's completing that which could have been added. hanal So now the Rebbe brings us in a in a gashmistic example. If you gave some, but a person was given riches, he es after a person was now rich, and he got used to being rich, it's not considered anymore as an additional thing. This is what he's used to. This is what's considered, he's already going to be lacking it if he doesn't have it. Even if it's something that you or I might look at as like, oh, this is, over the top, but yet for this person, if he doesn't have it, it's considered like The yesh So this is in Gashness. that once there's a potential for something, if you don't have it, it's considered missing. Now let's talk about beruchnis. The yesh lemer beruchnis. Bemachshava, bemachshava b'mach, baavoidas hanefesh. Kesheim shekain hu la'achar sheniskay sheniskay inboi la'oshrei as so you could say Baruchnius that when you're talking about even the thought, let's say a person wants, um, has this this will, this want to have more, to be like rich, and um, and and he has this desire. So, since wherever a person's will is, that's where he is. So even though he didn't attain it practically, but because his thought is there and this is what he wants, because his mind is there already, it's already considered something that's missing. So when he, in the end, actually receives this Ashuras, it's it's not considered an additional extra thing. If he was working towards it before, and this was where his mind was before, because wherever your mind is, that's where you are. So that it was already, now when he finally receives this additional thing, it's not considered additional. It's considered filling the lack. Now, when it comes from Hashem's perspective or klabbishamalia shamaya galya and according to Hashem's perspective chemikara haya inyan chamishim ish ratim lafanav begedar yasalai so according to the the Hashem's calculations that the idea of 50 people running ahead of him was the idea of that he's lacking el shlamata bagashmis ein ledayin elemash ein avrayis What's that practical halacha? You only judge, a judge can only judge according to what he sees. <speaking in Hebrew> when do you decide that this person is really lacking his 50 people running ahead of him? Only <speaking in Hebrew> when it practically happened, that's when you say, Oh, he's missing it. But according to Ruchmi is really the fact that someone is even striving for something beyond himself. Let's say in the case of this usher, he's striving for this wealth. The fact that his mind is already there in a certain way, he's already missing it. And when he receives it, it's just filling a need, even though practically, according to Allah, you only fulfill that need. If he was already, he had already achieved that kind of wealth. So it's very delicate nuanced idea about this idea of, completeness and what's missing but the, um, the Rebbe really says that the idea is that you're actually, the completeness is really filling the lack because even so long as a person kind of had this shaykh, this connection this idea of having something more complete, there's already a feeling of lack in, 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 in himself if he doesn't have that because of what the potential was for him to have Uf-ne-ge-tres. Benagale Gashun Isgayer ben Pesach Rishan le Pesach Sheni when we're talking about this Gair who was Magai between Pesach Rishan and Pesach Sheni Kavan shegam bataram Nisgayer even though before he converted but pile hayaqvar gair sorry this out again chef benagale isgayer ben pesach rishan le sheni when we're talking about the gair, who was Megara between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, <speaking in Hebrew> since this person was already a gair in his essence, even before he became a gair, practically, according to Halacha, kanal, as we said before, that he had this nitzot elaki inside of him, um, Even when he was a guy, he had this holy neshama spark inside of him. Even though this um, um, spark only comes in a revealed way once he actually becomes a ger in practicality. So then it's revealed that also retroactively he had a connection with the mitzvah before because of his neshama. And therefore, so now when this girl brings the pesach sheni, it's not just bringing a shlemus in a way of like a cherry on the top and extra, but actually. So the Rebbe brought this whole understanding of how Shlemus, where this extra completion actually is filling a lack to help us understand that with this ger, then you might have thought it's just bringing this added level of completion, but really it's filling a lack that was there. So there was a lack within this gear on the neshama level when it came Pesach Rishon. even though practically he wasn't even allowed to bring a carbon on Pesach Rishon, and only on Pesach Shani does he become obligated to bring this carbon Pesach, but yet this, the idea of lack because of the potential that was there, like we said in Ruchnius, it's the potential matters and therefore this idea of lack, okay, hopefully everyone that was clear to everybody okay so now here in test the river brings a hurrah. it's such a I i find it so um just always so awe-inspiring how the river takes the like this idea we've just gone through this whole back and forth in and 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 really like all the nuances of peace and how it comes out in halacha and 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 the river was bringing how it's talking for to connect with halacha lemaisa. but now the river takes it and the river makes it so practical for you and I to walk out of here in our everyday lives and how we need to see the world differently. Okay. Ad Kama. So what is the hira for this, from this, for all of us in our Ava Hashem? Ad Kama Hahis askos, how much we have to be involved in spreading Torah and Yiddishkeit, or and especially when it comes to spreading Chassidahs. A person could say to himself, yes, it's true, it's a very important work, but it's, it's a Hidro mitzvah to spread Yiddishkeit and to spread chassidus. It's, it's It's kind of like the extras, it's, if I do it, if I spread Jesus Christ, if I spread Jesus, I'm going to be doing that like extra. The cream on the cake, the extra cherry on the top, if I get involved in it. But what is the... Obligation for this? What is the urgency for this? What is the rush? Why do I have to be involved in this? Yes, it's nice. Yes, it's, it seems like a hijra mitzvah, like an extra. Al Kah For this, we have the an answer. Shigam Shlemus Ve I don't, I'm not sure what that means. Um, even something that a person thinks that a, that seems to a person as Complete. But actually, it's filling a lack for him. This is uh, something that is, is absolutely a necessity for his avaida and for the shoresh of his nashama. So the rabbi is saying, no, 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 Don't think that this is an extra. Don't think this is a, a, a nice hydrometra, but I'm not, it's not really necessary for me. Oh, it's a nice It's No, but I'm not missing anything. Uh-uh. Really? Look at this. It's very possible to look at this that you're actually filling a lack that's absolutely necessary for your Avodah, and for your nishana. And here the Rabbit brings Khatara like the Torah of the Balshamta. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shaleich Neshama LeOlam. Has it that Hashem brings a neshama to this world? Vihichai vihichai shivim or nimshana. And a neshama, a person lives in this world seventy or eighty years. But tachlis hakavana b'shelichazuhi. What is the whole point of coming down to this world for seventy or eighty years? La tayve la'yehudi b'kashnis b'chlal or b'rochnis b'farat. The teaching of al is that you could come down to this world for 70, 80 years to do a favor for a Jew in general, and specifically, spiritually. It's possible that this favor that you're going to do for this specific Jew at this specific time is the whole purpose that your neshama came down to this world. Like, I think when we think about this, it is completely mind boggling. The Rebbe is not saying when you move mountains, when you make big, huge, you know, big shakes and shouts and big events. No, 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 this little favor that you do for this Jew at this specific time, this might be why you, earn, why you are in this world. And if you miss this, and if you lose out on this you're not just missing this complete state that's like the ideal and like, oh, that's something that we need to work to. No, no, no. We're missing out on the essence of why our neshama came down to this world if we miss out on this opportunity to do a favor for this kid at this specific time. Um, Since we don't necessarily know, we don't know exactly what was the specific action that my came down to the world to do. A person needs to involve himself in spreading Yiddishkeit So here the Rebbe brings the words of the Rebbe Rasha that, that um, say that you when you're hungry, you grab and you eat, you grab and you drink. Because we don't know which mitzvah our um, neshama came down to the world for, we need to go about it in a way of grabbing every opportunity that came, comes our way of doing this mitzvah, because I don't know which specific one is the one the man came down to the world for. And I don't want to miss out on that. And this is how we are going to come to the according to these two understandings of shlema. So here the River brought the two explanations of shlamus when it comes to our own avaida, that us doing a favor for a yid and us um, spreading tarim is not shlamus in that like overarching, bringing fullness to something which was already complete, but rather the idea of us filling a lack when we do a favor or spread Yiddishkeit, that could be filling the lack, filling the reason that our Neshama came down and now the river says this brings to Mashiach which will Fold, we're going to see these two perushim of Shlemus when it comes to Mashiach, what, how so. All the lakhs that are in galus will be filled. And the world will have a certain completion, which will be even greater than the way it was before etadas. Where it says the that the world when it was first created was created a very complete and full world, but yet Eila told us the word told us is is spelled with two verbs so it's going to break above all limits of the world and it's going to be a whole new level of shlemus. but I say hasman. At the time of Mashiach, there will be no war and no hunger. And there won't be any jealousy or strife. So this is a kind of that there won't be a lack. That there will be so much goodness. And what will the whole world be involved in, just to know about Hashem? And that is shlemes mamish, this actual um, second level of shlemes, complete Amen, Which will come with the coming of Mashiach. Um, and I that ends the sechah. But I just I don't know if you saw the story that was going around recently, and it just. Um, made me think of it, and it was such a powerful story where the Rebbe says, where the, sorry, where the person says a story, um, that, that, um, there was a man who lived in Borough Park, and he was having some family troubles, and he asked his friend, he was a Lubavitcher, what should I do? And it was impossible to arrange your chidus, so this Lubavitcher suggested to him to go by the Rebbe's house to, um, to speak to the Rebbe for a few moments, just as the is going to his car, and he went, and he kind of met the rabbi as the rabbi was coming to his car and he started to speak to the rabbi and the rabbi asked him some questions and the rebel really set his mind at ease and the rabbi gave him clarity and direction and he actually spoke to the rabbi for about five minutes and as the rabbi got into his car there was a group of bachram who were standing nearby and they came over and they ambushed this man and they said to him how could you do such a terrible thing how could you take the rebbe's time every moment of the river is precious H- how could you ambush the rebbe and take the rebbe's time And they made him feel so terrible that he actually went straight to 770, and he wrote a letter to the rebbe, and he apologized, and he said, "I I feel so terrible for taking the rebbe's time, the rebbe's precious time." And he asked the rebbe for mechila, and the rebbe wrote back um, an answer, and 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 um, the answer was given out, given back that day. And I wrote it down because I thought it was just so powerful that this is obviously we're talking about the rebbe here, which you know, like. You would think, like the rebel, what does the Rebbe have to be busy with? So first of all, the Rebbe said, what were the Bachrim doing there? They were supposed to be um, in. It was like the seder for davening then. But then the Rebbe says, Yidua Tarasa habalshemta and neshama kumt lamata to tana That the the it's known the teaching of the balshemta so that a Jew comes down into this world to do a yid atayva. Mi yedea im l'shem kach yarda nishmasi lamata. Who knows if it was for this? that my neshama came down into this world. And who asked them to mix in? And I just found that to be so like, what, here the rebbe was just doing a favor for this man and talking to him and, but what does the rebbe say? Maybe my neshama, the rebbe's neshama, came down to this world just to do a favor for this man in, in this most simple sense. And here the rebbe says, maybe that's the whole reason that my neshama came to this world. So. Behind to all of us, grabbing the opportunities and doing the mitzvahs that we can, and um, we should see Mashiach and the completeness in every way before our eyes. Thank you for the opportunity and thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Hani. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Have a beautiful day. Honey, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. The mitzvah—it—it it is connected or its, its own thing. Pesach Sheni is its own thing. I, I know this is what the whole is about, but <laughs> I just like—was there like, a little clarity a- on that? so so it is its own thing so the river really brings out that it's both that the fact that it's its own thing um it's 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 on its on the one hand it's completely its own thing on the other hand it's able to make up in the fullest sense for if someone didn't bring on the first opportunity which was Pesach Rishon but it really stands on its own and the fact is that Pesach shaney has its own obligation to bring a karban. The only reason you don't bring it on Pesach Sheini is because you already brought it on Pesach Rishon. It's kind of like counterintuitive. Like you would have thought, you know, Pesach Sheini is only there to make up for Pesach Rishon. But really, according to Rabbi, there's its own obligation for Pesach Sheini. And we see, like we said, with we see like the um, proof of that is in the halacha that a person would be high of if they chose not to bring it on Pesach Sheini by choice right? Even right. though, let's say they weren't able to bring it on Pesach question, according to this opinion, you would be high of courage for not bringing on Pesach Shemi, because it has in, in itself its own obligation. Okay, thank you. That helps. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. You did a great job. This is oh, beautiful. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Take care.